And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, along with my co-host, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber. And, of course, uh, our goal for each and every week on Sunday is to produce a show that talks about what happened last Friday night. And we're also going to have some uh, coaches' interviews from uh, some of the big games that took place Friday night. There were surprises, definitely, that took place uh, with the uh, first round of games in September. A lot of uh, the uh, different schools opened up their conference play, so there were certainly some big-time scores there and uh, just lots of interesting facts and stats. So we're going to be sharing those with you and talking to you about uh, those different things as we move through uh, today's show. So we're glad everyone's tuning in, and we'll be right back right after this. You're listening to the IFCA official podcast. Big Cat Promotions is a promotional and fundraising distributor of well over 100,000 products. Everything from megaphones to stadium cushions, player posters, we can give you a quote on any promotional or fundraising item you can think of. Koozies, mini footballs, helmet and locker stickers, Big Cat Promotions has got you covered. So the next time you need or are considering a promotional or a fundraising product, give me, the Big Cat, a call. And we will give you a quote from a number of vendors so you can shop and compare. Big Cat Promotions, 574-551-5916. That's 574-551-5916. Call today. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the official podcast of the Indiana Football Coaches Association. And welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I've got uh, Hall of Fame coach Ted Huber with me. And, Coach, uh, we're going to take some time here and review what uh, took place these last uh, this last Friday night as far as goes to games across the state. So I'm going to turn things over to you, and we'll start out with Class 6A. Well, let's start out with four out of six of the number one teams <laughs> in the state got beat. Yeah, that's kind okay. of interesting. Yeah, uh, the 6A, the 5A, the 3, and the 2 got beat. All right. Um, new, new pal hung in there with uh, in the 4A, mm-hmm. hung in there 50 to something. All right. And, uh, and also uh, Indianapolis Lutheran, uh, they gave up 41 points uh, in, against Triton Central, a 2A team that's pretty good. Right. Uh, and still won by 13. Right. So that's, you know, that's interesting. 95 points in the game. So right. anyway, speaking of points, you know, I try to, I try to look at different things, different weeks. And there were a lot of points were scored this week. Uh, right. You know, like for instance, uh, in 6A, there was a team that scored 70. Right. There was. And uh, there was a, you know, a four, uh, 40 was scored four times. In 5A, uh, there were 350 scores and 440 scores. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, the beat goes on here right. because, uh, you know, I think we even get to 1A where there's uh, somebody else scores 70. So, right. um, you know, and there were also, interestingly enough, there were two double overtimes. Right in the in the uh, in the ratings that uh, this week, which uh, directly is related to it, because Center Grove was one of them. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. 
in uh, Mishawaka, uh, double overtime against Northridge. They they won, and East Side got beaten overtime. So right. anyway, uh, overtime point scored. Big the the top teams went down. Right. Uh, that, that's what makes high school football great. I think. Topsy, you know? topsy turvy, no question about it. Uh, yeah. In this third week of uh, competition, of course, uh, this is notable. Uh, usually, a lot of the schools open up their conference play then the third week, and I know that was the case across the Northern Lakes Conference and a number of the other conferences across the state also. So uh, that can lend itself to maybe some lopsided scores if uh, one of the weaker teams in the particular conference plays one of the stronger teams, which um, you know that can work out that way also. So. Um, but uh, no question about it. There, Center Grove, uh, they put an end. Uh, uh, they had 30 games in a row where they had won, and that included two state championship runs. Uh, and uh, it came to an end for them uh, last Friday night. Yeah, Trinity of Louisville. Uh, two weeks ago, they beat Carmel 17 to seven. This week, they beat. Center Grove, 29-28 in a double overtime. Right. Uh, Trinity is uh, one of the top programs, obviously, in Kentucky, but in the Midwest. And right. um, that you know that's why Carmel and that's why Center Grove play Trinity, uh, because of the competition factor. Right. And you're absolutely right. They had 30 in a row, so now they get to start another streak. Right. Okay. And uh, the big bear down there, Eric Moore, I'm sure, um, is talking about that right now. Absolutely. Now, in the two a, in the six a, Brownsburg uh, just keeps rolling, right. and this might be a chance for them to get a first place vote or something this week. Who knows? Right. Um, you know they they went ahead and beat Franklin Central. Uh, the number three Cathedral went up north and uh, beat Penn. I think it was 38 to 21. Right. This is the first time Penn's been competitive with those kind of people in a while. Right. Uh, ben Davis, uh, shutout height, 38 to nothing. Mm-hmm. And the reason I mention that is because Ben Davis is 2 and 1. They lost to Brownsburg 21 16 the first week, two right. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, they'll find out. Uh, I, I think they're good. And uh, right. the, the word is that defensively they're really good, mm-hmm. but uh, they've got uh, Center Grove this week. So, oh, wow. Yeah. That'll so that ought to, you yeah. know, have a lot of, lot of bearing on what's going on. Hamilton Southeastern is 3-0. and uh, They beat Avon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, Warren Central, uh, they keep winning. They're 2-1 and one now because of, uh, you know, they lost the first week to Center Grove. Right. Um, you know, so Carol of uh, Allen County up there at Fort Wayne, uh, they've beaten some really good teams. They right. beat Fort Wayne North this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, North is one and two, but they're a pretty good football team. Absolutely. And Homestead, who jumped into the top ten from that summit conference up there, right. um, as we mentioned, uh, you know, they were able to get by Fort Wayne Lures. Mm-hmm. 24 to 15. So uh, the only teams in 6A in 6A that got beat this week in the top 10 were Center Grove, uh, the number one and number eight ten. Right. Well, I found that uh, Carroll North, Fort Wayne North. Uh, I'm familiar with both of those teams, and uh, 
I thought that would be a close one, and that's exactly what it turned out to be. Uh, Fort Wayne North got uh, uh, some real weapons up there, especially in the passing game, and uh, Carroll took the challenge, but it was a fight, as you said, and they did uh, uh, Carroll beat Fort Wayne North 28-20, but uh, Fort Wayne North is going to have something to say about the Summit Athletic Conference as they move their way through that conference play, no question about it. There's probably the, the two conferences, three conferences, but uh, the Summit Conference is one of them that has, has, that has uh, a lot of people in the ratings. Right. Okay, they, they got a good, you know, they, they got good teams up oh, there. Oh, absolutely, so, absolutely. You know, and uh, they got, you know, they're going to beat each other up, which is going to, you know, when you got two really good teams, uh, somebody's got to lose. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. So then we get to 5A. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maribel scored 40. And got beat by eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking with Leroy Marsh, who I think will fill us in on Tuesday, uh, a little bit more about this game. But um, he said it was kind of a back and forth thing, uh, you know, with um, Crown Point. Uh, Crown Point's coming back. Uh, Craig Buzia, uh, I think he calls him Buzz. Uh, Craig Buzia right. uh, is is back in Indiana now, and uh, he's got. A few coaches that uh, left smaller programs as head coaches to be with him, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Crown Point's goal is to be uh, to be in that state champion, right. and uh, they you know they're well on their way to that. So, right. but anyway, they knocked off uh, Maryville, and um, you know in the five A there was three teams got beat, uh, including Maryville, uh, and the other seven won. Uh, Decatur Central, uh, they're kind of on a downward spiral now. Right. Uh, you know, they've lost a couple. They've played some really good teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Newfell uh, beat them up last week. And uh, Whiteland, number two team in 5A, uh, beat them this week. Mm-hmm. And um, so, and Fort Wayne North was the other team in the top, right. in the top uh, 10 that in 5A that, that lost in that so uh franklin like i said franklin i mean whiteland uh whiteland three and oh right um they won and uh mishawaka kind of surprised that was uh, a surprise that it was that it was that good a game right uh you know maybe we're overrating mishawaka i don't think so but no um you know they ended up winning in a double overtime against northridge yeah um, might be again. Yeah, might be underrating Northridge because uh, those yeah. guys have got things going up there. Uh, I mean, they made a state championship appearance last year, and um, you know they just uh, definitely have got things going. They got a beautiful new facility up there. It's been around for a year or so. Uh, just not only in their football facility, but their baseball, softball, their outdoor sports. I've uh, got quite a complex up there. So. Uh, yeah, their Northridge is for real. Northridge is going to be a player in this Northern Lakes Conference battle for that championship, and uh, to go up against Mishawaka like that and take him into double overtime, uh, yeah, I was sh- shocked at that uh, score. But uh, I tell you what, uh, the Ridge is the real deal. There's no question. Okay. So, all right, Snyder, Fort Wayne Snyder, uh, they bounce back. They're two and one now. They beat Concordia. Uh, Concordia is in, in uh, you know, the Summit Conference. They're the only 3A school, and so right. they get beat up 
you know, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Franklin is a team that's kind of like a sleeper. Chris Call's the head coach there, and mm-hmm. he was at Tri-West, won a lot of games at Tri-West when he was there. And he, uh, they're 3-0, and um, right. you know, they're uh, getting ready to uh, jump in. I think the Mid-State Conference is what it is, mm-hmm. and uh, they beat Perry Meridian. And they're uh, they're three and zero, like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Valparaiso uh, somewhere. I think we got right. Valparaiso in this, in all this, and uh, we've got Harrison uh, in this. We've got Dwinger in this, uh, right. and those teams won last week. So yeah, all of them two um, and one. Now you know they bounced back. Mm-hmm. The teams that got beat last week bounced back. So uh, there's a lot of two and one teams in the uh, in the five A. Right. Well, and they bounced back with rather convincing scores, too. Valparaiso 42-3 to three over Laporte, um, and Dwanger knocked out Fort Wayne South 42-13, to 13, and then Harrison of West Lafayette uh, knocked out Marion 51-6. to six. So they came roaring back with some uh, strong offensive performances, no question. Points, points, points. Yep. Holy cow. I yep. mean, that's Plenty of them. It's unbelievable mm. uh, how, many, how many points are scored. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4A uh, remained pretty constant. There's two teams that got beaten 4A, eight of them won. Uh, New Pal is, is on top going in, mm-hmm. and uh, they jumped into their conference, which is a bad deal for the conference. Right. Um, it's like bad for said, Yorktown. They, you know, <laughs> and they beat Yorktown 50 to 13. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that they probably could have, uh, it could have been worse. Right. Uh, we got Ron Colley. Three and zero now. They uh, beat Chicard seventeen uh, fourteen, and um, you know it. This four A is 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 a tough group. Competitive. Okay? It's a tough group. Mooresville, Mooresville mm-hmm. beat five A Plainfield. Right. Kokomo. That was closer. It was yeah. Number five Kokomo is three and zero, mm-hmm. and they beat Logan fourteen to nothing. Logan Sport. Right. Uh, in. Uh, Mike Johnson's done a nice job over there at Logan Sport. Yeah. They're, they're not a perennial football powerhouse, if you will. And, um, you know, that was their first loss. In fact, that was their first points they gave up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that uh, Kokomo will line up and uh, toe-to-toe and, yeah. and uh, try to beat you up. That's Absolutely. what they do. Mm-hmm. Okay? Absolutely. Speaking of beat-ups. Yeah, go ahead. Northwood. Uh, Northern Lakes Conference. Uh, they're sixth in the state, and uh, they come on and won again. Right. Uh, won, a bit, won a big ball game. Uh, beat, what, Concord, I right, guess? Right, right, 41-13. Uh, Concord, who, uh, who this week uh, gets a chance to play Warsaw. Right. And uh, is this uh, at Concord? Yeah, we go back up there again, okay. and uh, it's going to be a little bit of a revenge factor going in there with the Warsaw Tigers, who lost a conference championship up there because of the shuffle in the conference schedules, which is something new in the Northern Lakes Conference. I mean, Concord, ever since I've been in diapers, Warsaw played them the last game of the season. Well, that's all, right. all been moved around now, and uh, so we'll play Concord next and then Northwood and then Mishawaka. So, uh, yeah, uh, but at any rate, uh, Warsaw lost a conference championship up there to Concord last uh your last game of the season on the final pass of this uh, game practically to uh, lose that. So that's going to be an interesting game. And I know Warsaw is going to go up there uh, 
ready to fight, and uh, I know the Concord Minutemen will also be ready, so that could be a really good game. But uh, Northwood's flexing their muscles in this conference now. Yeah, they. Uh, I listened to some of it. Uh, it was on uh, the 46th game oh, of yeah. the week, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a, a exorbitant amount of penalties in that game. Right. Uh, our boy Chuck Freeby, uh, you know, the new Hall of Fame guy that, yes, indeed. Uh, that we talked to and a uh, uh, friend of football, obviously, mm-hmm. is on Channel 46. And, right. and he jokingly said that he had talked to the officials before the game and said, hey, you know, we got we got certain time constraints here, right. so uh, <laughs> let's, let's keep the penalties down. Right. And he said, nobody listened to me. So, <laughs> I didn't I mean, work they out. were like, you know, every it seemed like every every play there was a, a holding call or something right. like that. So, right. um, you know, it might be interesting, uh, like you said on Friday night when uh, when the ground and pound Warsaw Tigers go to town right. and uh, you know see see what happens with that. Absolutely. Um, Rebuff uh, did not play. Right. Uh, they had an open date for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Prairie won their third game. Uh, beat Lowell. Right. Uh, that's interesting to me because I'm an old Freeman guy, right. and I can remember when New Carlisle and Rolling Prairie. We talked about that on on the air. Uh, yeah, came Coach together Smith. and made mm-hmm. made New Prairie. And uh, if you ever thought that New Carlisle or New Prairie could ever beat Lowell, uh, you know you, they would test your temperature you right, know, they'd say, right. you've got to be kidding me yeah, well, you're Ill. Um, it, it happens okay 24 to 7 right and then mount vernon returning state camps in 4a won a ball game right and they were 0-2 mm-hmm. had two tough ones they were 0-2 and now they're 1-2 and two, and they beat uh, greenfield central right um 35 28 so mm-hmm. the only people uh, in that conference that lost uh, and, you know, I need to mention that here with the foray because this game got over last night late. Right. Uh, and I waited until it was over to make sure that we had the right thing. Well, <laughs> East Central, uh, East Central went over to Cincinnati and played Cincinnati Moeller. Right. A fame, fame program over there. Absolutely. And uh, uh, got beat 43 to 14. Right. 43 to 14. I don't know the particulars. I do know that. You know, you better button your chin strap when you play against Moeller. Yep. And then number eight, uh, Greenfield Central, like I mentioned, uh, they got beat by number 10, Mount Vernon. So, right, right. Uh, there's probably not a lot of shuffling going to go on in, in 4A this week, I would right. imagine. Right. All right, uh, let's move on. You want to move on to 3A? All right, next? 3A. This might be our first interview. Here. Yes, um, yes. You know, because uh, it's hard. One of, the, one of the four teams that got beat, number one ranked teams got beat this week, 17-14 right. to 14 by Ron Colley. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, you want to roll the tape, so yeah. to speak? Yeah, we had a chance to talk to uh, uh, Eric Quintana, the uh, head coach at Ron Colley, first-year head coach. And has quite a, a coaching resume, which we don't want to give it away. We'll let him explain it here in the interview. But uh, we had a talk, a chance to talk to a coach on Saturday morning. So we're going to roll that tape. And uh, here's what uh, he had to say about their victory over 
Um, the guys from Chittard, uh, 17-14, a tight win between two Catholic schools. Eric Quintana, new coach at Pankali. Okay. Is uh, is it Quintana or Tana, Eric? Yeah, it's Quintana. Yep. Oh, good. Quintana. Okay. Yep. Uh, congratulations. Thank you briefly, so much. Thank you. Briefly, give us your coaching background here a little bit. Oh, geez. All right. Well, um, went to school at University of Indianapolis, still been in Indianapolis for a while, um, and then had my first job out of college at Noblesville, uh, then jumped around a little bit, was at Lawrence North, uh, was at Chittard first, um, and then went to Lawrence Central, Carmel, uh, back to Chittard when Rob Doyle got the job. And uh, this is my first year here at Ron Colley, and it's been, it's been going great. Okay, so you've got a lot of experience. Yep, yes, I do. Been blessed to be around some good football coaches to help me get this going in the right path. So I'm extremely thankful. Okay, so tell us, uh, tell us about last night. I mean, it uh, what seventeen fourteen? I think the score was. So uh, yep. give us a little insight on the ball game. Yeah, it was it was a great uh, hard uh, north side south side Catholic rivalry game. Uh, like we were saying last night. I, on paper, we're the better football team uh, around, but um, you know when, when you play in these big South North Side South Side Catholic rival games, you just throw that out to paper, and it just the, the boys have been playing each other now since third grade, coming up in CYO football, um, North Side South Side rivalry, um, and it was just a hard nose fought. Thought we uh, we controlled the line of scrimmage, we ran the football well, um, we got some things to work on in the past game, but those the Chittard fought hard. Um, they had a great scheme defensively, uh, offensively. They, you know, their total possession was down. They, they threw the football well, stuffed them in the run game. Um, but they, they made some big plays when they needed it and uh, kept the game close. But ultimately, uh, we squeaked it out at the end. I mean, the, just the big things, we controlled the line of scrimmage um, and then just, just wore them out, um, played hard. Uh, you know, Luke Hanson, our running back, Ran for almost 300 yards. Um, wow! You know, and uh, our uh, field goal kicker came in, Levi Whistler, uh, to win the game. Had a nice little 30-yard uh, field goal to, to put us up, win us with about four seconds left. And guys played hard. It was uh, it was a, a nice game to watch, and uh, I'm proud of our guys that they maintained and won the game. Coach, let me ask you a question here. Uh, as you said, you know these kids have been playing each other uh, ever since clear down in the elementary. Uh, do they? Does that where that rivalry begins between the two uh, the two schools? Yes, yeah. So you know, Indianapolis is split. There's four dioceses in the Catholic schools, and the North Side South Side uh, region are, are, are the most competitive. They're um, you know the, these guys play each other through their grade schools. Like I said, all the way from third grade to eighth grade. So it's and then and then it goes on into high school. So. These guys are extremely familiar with each other. Um, again, they've been playing each other for years, and it's just it's just one of those games where it, I mean, you're, you're going to get the best from each other, and it's it's always a close game regardless of who who has the better team that year. So again, just ultimately proud of our guys here at Ron College that they were able to stay the course and, and put the game away. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, once they get to the uh, place, uh, I mean, because of their area that they're in, that kind of dictates which school they go to then. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. Yes, yep. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, as far as it goes to uh, overall, um, Coach, uh, obviously you have team goals. Um, 
for this team, and they're always very high for you guys. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, state championships, uh, you know, you're familiar with those kind of things. Uh, is yes, that uh, kind of the target, obviously, that uh, you've got to set up for this year, taking a look at this year overall and uh, week by week, of course. I know that's how you go. but Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, our, our main goal is, is all that we know. We, when I took the job, I set the standard at automatic at the, at 100. So we're our goal is to be state champions. We know that we have to get better, not just each week, but each day. We, we got to establish ourselves. And we, we got to practice better each week. So when the, when these games come through, we're just absolutely executing at the highest level. Um, and yeah, so our, our goal is to win a state championship. I think that's what we, we got a great football team. Uh, we got a lot of experience up front, right. um, defensively. Uh, we got some. We got a lot of key seniors that haven't played a lot of football that have been around. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've won a lot of football games here. Their their four year tenure here at, at Ron Colley. So. That's our goal. We want to win a state title. We know what we need to do to get there. So it's just controlling ourselves. Ron Kelly can't beat Ron Kelly. I know that's kind of a cliche right, thing sure. to say, but it's just true and true in oldest time. We we got to do our thing, and if we execute at the level that we're capable of, that that goal is is extremely obtainable. But we we got to keep going, and it starts. You know, next week we talk about it all the time. Next week starts today. We're getting ready to jump in the film room here in about a half hour after a lift and. Uh, it goes from there. So we're, we're, we were excited for the win. Um, like we tell our guys, we, we never overlook a win, especially in our schedule. It's extremely right. tough. We, we cherish and we love those wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're ready for right next week after we watch the film tonight. We're checking in and we're getting better uh, for Columbus North. So I mean, they got a good football team down there and uh, we're ready for them. Absolutely. Coach Huber, any other thoughts? No, I, you know, 4A is, is tough, isn't it? I mean, you know, your schedule's tough, but uh, there's some really good teams in 4A. So, uh, looking down the road, uh, this is going to be really interesting. And A lot of fun uh, You know, Bruce, Bruce Cypress, uh, you know, won a few state championships there. Bruce is still around, I know, and uh, he bleeds uh, Ron Colley. And, um, you know, so I just want to say congratulations, and we appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys covering our game and uh, look forward to, look forward to doing this again. Um, and again, thanks. You bet. Best right. of luck to you, Coach, as you go through the season. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. Have you a good too. weekend. Bye bye. Thank you. Had to say. And there you have it. Uh, words from uh, the head coach at Ron Colley. And as I said, uh, Coach Quintana has quite a resume as far as it goes to, uh, as you heard there. Uh, his coaching tree that he's followed uh, to get to uh, being the uh, head coach at Ron Colley. And, uh, you know, Ted, that's a huge game. As uh, you pointed out, that's why you picked that game between Ron Colley and Chittard. So, and it was worth the price of admission the way it sounds, 17-14 in favor of Ron Colley. Yeah, those, you know, they're going to play each other uh, every year. And, right. uh, you know, fortunately for them, I think uh, – Card is a three A and Ron Colley's a four A, so right. we don't get them into the tournament, you right. know. But uh, it, it's um, you know the Circle City Conference; uh, it's a strong conference, you no bet. question about it. You bet. All right, moving on, taking a look at what happened in the rest of three A. Well, we've got West Lafayette. It just keeps rolling. Yeah, uh, you know they they uh, beat Western, I think, forty seven to eighteen. Right. Gibson Southern, number three. Uh, you know how good they are, right? Uh, they and they were uh, jumped into their conference like 
New Pal did, and uh, right. they uh, beat Washington uh, fifty-seven to twenty. Right uh, down there, down south, mm-hmm. and uh, Western Boone Weibo is back. I yes, think. They are. Um, you know, they uh, Danny Pelly will find out when we talk to him again because. Uh, you know, his son, Justin, is the head coach at Western Boone, and he helps he helps coach them. Right. Uh, but they uh, they uh, beat, you know, took Crawfordsville to the woodshed, 49 right. to nothing. Crawfordsville was 2-0. and Right. And we gave them a shout-out, which is what we should have done. Right. And uh, I think they're probably back down to earth here a little bit. Sure. Um, so, uh, number five, um, Darren Catholic part of the Circle City Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're for real. Uh, right. They've got a quarterback that's for real. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, you know, they were able to beat uh, Heritage Christian, who was a good football team. Right. Uh, 35-21. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number nine, Norwell, uh, beat Leo. Right. Leo's down a little bit they from are. what they've been. They are a little okay? bit. Okay. Uh, Leo's a 4A team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they uh, – change coaches and they did you know i'm sure they'll be back because they're uh they've got a proud history there and then number 10 lawrenceburg uh they're two and one Mm -hmm. and uh like i mentioned last week i think they beat milan 49 to 12 right but uh they uh you know they got beat by east central first game and then you know they'll end up winning nine ten ball games right Uh, so Sure. Anyway, uh, three teams in that conference, or three teams in that uh, 3A uh, got beat. We talked about Chicago getting beat. Right. Uh, Mishawaka Marion. Uh, I was surprised at this score. Yeah. Um, you know, the Bremen Lions, uh, 35 to 31 over Mishawaka Marion. Right. Uh, Mishawaka Marion got bounced around pretty good first week mm-hmm. by Mishawaka. Then they came back and won in. The Lions, maybe the Lions are back. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Heritage Hills down south, Heritage Hills and Santa Claus land got beat by 4A Boonville 20 to 16. Right. And um, so that kind of wraps up the uh, 3A conference. Uh, got some, the top 10 uh, the 3A. Yeah, they got some coal in their stocking on that one. Did want to mention Tri West knocked out Frankfurt 55 to 6 in that uh, class, too. So. Um, okay. They're number seven, so they're playing some pretty good football there too. All right, moving on down. Let's take a look at uh, moving on down the road to uh, Class Two A. Big upset! Wow, yes, huge. Evansville Modern Day. Uh, they were number one in Two A, and uh, they got beat by Vincennes Lincoln in the uh, Southern Indiana Athletic Conference, the SIAC. Right. Uh, Interestingly enough, uh, 2A this week uh, had more teams get beat than one, uh, which is, I don't know, you know, what that means. Right, right, wow. Well. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure what that means. Right. But anyway, the uh, first and second uh, place teams got beat. Evansville Modern Day got beat by Vincennes Lincoln. And right. then number two, Eastbrook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, played conference rival and neighbor, Oak Hill. Right. And we had that as one of our games. Yep. And I thought that would be a nail-biter. Right. And it wasn't. No. 
Oak Hill, 35, Eastbrook, zero. Yeah. And that doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. And I was talking to our buddy Bob Bridge over the weekend, and mm-hmm. he just wondered, uh, you know, he, he kind of wondered about it. Cause, uh, sure. Anyway, uh, I think that uh, Whoa. Bud Osmond, the head coach at Oak Hill, had a few words to say about, about the Eastbrook game. Absolutely. Well, I hope Coach Bridge is tuned in, and I know he is because uh, – as you said, here's what Coach Osmond had to say about their big victory over uh, Jeff Adamson and Eastbrook. Yeah, we have Bud Osmond. Bud, congratulations. Thank you, Ted. Appreciate that. Holy cow, 35 nothing. right? Um, how long have you been at Oak Hill? Uh, this is my uh, 24th year at Oak Hill. Okay, 24 years. And what is your teaching assignment? Uh, I, I teach uh, high school art. Okay. Yeah, it's unique. I, yeah, the reason that I brought is unique. It up, yeah. It's unique. Uh, I played uh, college ball with a guy named Dick Lutons, and he ended oh, up yeah. being a head coach at Marion. And um, he was an art teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, uh, that's uh, significant, I think. Yeah. Well, football yeah, is uh, an art. <laughs> football is an art, no question about it. So, yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, so let's talk about last night. Uh, get into it. Uh, how did it all go? Come about, and uh, I won't ask you if you're surprised. Uh, that's kind of a dumb question, but go ahead. <laughs> no, we just you, you know uh, Eastbrook's been on our schedule. You know, uh, it's a county rival long before I ever got here. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's one of those things that that uh, brings everybody out and gets them all excited. You know, uh, if you are you know anything about Indiana football, you know what kind of uh, team and program that Eastbrook has with uh, Jeff Adamson, head coach. And, you know, they have kind of dominated our area, uh, dominated our conference and over the last 10 years, and then over the last five or six years have been one of the dominant two-way programs. So, you know, you kind of use them as your measuring stick of what kind of team you've got every year, even if you come away with a loss, if you performed well against a quality program like that, you know, it can, it can still be a positive for you, but you do get tired of, uh, you know, losing, especially somebody in the, in the County and, and then the conference. So, uh, you know, it, it's every year you build up for it and, uh, brings out a great crowd, brings out, um, you know, uh, brings out the best in your kids. And then last night, you know, we, you know, uh, we performed pretty well. Uh, was was very pleased with uh, our performance on the field, both offensively, defensively, special teams. Felt like uh, our kids were locked into what the game plan was and, and really did a nice job executing it. So did you jump up or what, what was the situation? Well, we were uh, – uh, yeah, we, we scored um, – uh, we, we scored, I think, on our, our – our second drive. Um, and, uh, so we went up seven and then, uh, when we, we were up 21 to nothing at halftime, uh, third quarter, uh, neither one scored or neither one scored. And then, uh, we were able to put up 14 more in the uh, fourth quarter. Wow. Coach, 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 I mean, without giving away any secrets, I don't want you to do that. But, um, I mean, as you're watching game film and stuff on them, 
did you see some uh, some cracks in the armor or some areas that you thought you could uh, exploit perhaps a little bit? Well, it's hard to say with Eastbrook and right. you know they they just perform so well. They're they so do. disciplined. They execute, mm-hmm. and you know I've said this for years. Uh, like I said, anybody who plays them on a regular basis knows they're going to do what they do. Uh, he'll give you his playbook. You know, they're right. just, they're out going to go out, execute you, mm-hmm. uh, and just take it to you. And, um, so there wasn't anything like X's and O's wise that we really felt like they were doing differently. Right. Uh, you know, we, we, you know, feel really good about our team this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're returning seven, eight and nine potential starters from last year's team where mm-hmm. we went eight and three. Mm-hmm. And a uh, very mature, uh, focused senior group. Uh, and uh, even our juniors, you know, we started five. Well, they were as sophomores last year, they were sophomores. We started five sophomores. So now they're experienced juniors. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we brought back a very experienced team. Uh, you know, we, we finished the season on a very disappointing loss, which really motivated our guys in the off season. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, it's it's a unique group. We we went through the summer, and we really wanted to hit week one, thinking that we're mid-season form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I really, our guys really embraced that through the summer. And so, so you know, being off to a good start, a three and zero start like this, I really feel like our guys feel like they're like your mid-season form, and and right. then trying to get better week to week. So, right. uh, you know, we matched up well against them, um, and you know we. Eastbrook took it to us last year, uh, you know, and um, the, the guys uh, didn't forget that as well. You know, that's, right. that's motivation to not let something like that happen again and, and uh, get back, uh, you know, uh, the, the opportunity to get back on top of an opponent like that. And right. uh, they really uh, they really embraced that, and, and we had a great week of practice and really paid off for us last night. Well, well sure did. correct me if I'm wrong, but um, with their type of offense um, – if you get up on them, um, they don't like to throw the ball around much. So that puts them in a, a situation where you kind of force them to throw the ball. Is that an accurate statement or not? Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, you could tell that, uh, you know, when we got up 21 uh, that they were trying to throw the ball a little bit more and uh, a lot of play action. And, you know, and we're very similar. Right. You know, we, we want to, we want to run the ball and, sure. and it does, you know, when you get yourself behind, you know, the passing game is not what, uh, you know, either one of us want to do, right. uh, you know, we, we both has, have, have had success doing it at times, sure. depending on your personnel, but you know, we want to run the ball. We want to control the clock. We mm-hmm. want to do those kind of things. And so we're both very similar. So, right. Uh, at 21 to nothing right before halftime, you know, uh, it did put them in a position to, to try to throw the ball a little bit more. Um, and like I said, that's just not, uh, not what they do, what their philosophy is. Yeah. Well, I work with a guy by the name of Bart Curtis and he kind of has that same philosophy. So as you well know, so. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Very much so. Mm, so. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, when you can, when you can control the, the line of scrimmage and, and you can get first downs and you can control the clock. Right. You know, it's a great philosophy, but, uh, like I said, it, it's not, you know, when you, when you're, when you're a run first coach, uh, that's not where you want to go to. Yeah. Well, you don't want to get behind. Like you got to go yeah. to. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, this goes back to the, uh, option camp. 
Oh, yeah. Bud, I mean, absolutely. Bill Adamson and Bud Osman and Bob Bridge and Bob Prescott and all the option guys. Uh, it goes back, and uh, that, that's what you did. You just uh, you ran the ball, you ran the ball, you ran the ball, and it was just a great situation. So, um, yeah, I, I missed miss the ahead. option camp. I missed that option camp. That was that, what a great what a great camp that was. Yeah, I I agree. I I miss it. Yep. All right, All right. Coach. Anything else, Coach Uber? No, I think uh, you know Bud explained it pretty well. I mean, it yeah. it, it was just his night, and uh, uh, you know I I got a feeling that Eastbrook might bounce back here a little bit. Uh, sure. I would sure. agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know Jeff, uh, I'm sure has. He's not. There's not a 35 0 scores in, on his on his resume. Head. Probably not too many. No. So anyway, but uh, what we're talking about here is is uh, Oak Hill, and uh, it's just congratulations to Oak Hill. And I'm glad I picked this game. Yes. I thought it'd be a good game because uh, you know you're rolling two and zero, and now you're three and zero, and and um, you know you, it went back to the option days and all that stuff. So. Uh, congratulations, Bud! And uh, who you got next week? Uh, we got Miss Sinawa, so mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't get any easier for us. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay. but I'm uh, I'm you know just uh, I'm really proud of my guys. Really proud of my team. Um, you know, it's a very mature, uh, uh, experienced group and uh, extremely focused. And uh, I'm excited for them because uh, a win like that doesn't come along very often. You bet. When you can upset somebody as uh, you know as an elite program as Eastbrook has, uh, right. so just really, really proud of my guys. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Coach, and thanks for spending yep. some time with us. We really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate appreciate you guys reaching out to me. Um, means a lot. You have a good day, Coach, and a great week of practice. And good luck next week. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Bud. Thank you, Ted. Well, there you have it. Uh, Coach Osman, obviously very happy uh, as a result of their uh, win over uh, Eastbrook on uh, uh, Friday night. And, uh, Coach, uh, there's, a, there's a coach that's an art teacher and a great football coach, and that's a unique, as you pointed out, combination. But uh, as I said in the interview, uh, football is kind of an art anyway. Yeah, it is for some of us. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure all of us. But, right. Right. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's take a look, continue with our look at uh, Class 2A results. Okay, we, you know, we said one and two got beat. Well, number three, Lytton Stockton. Uh, they're they're going to be a team to be reckoned with here in the 2A. Oh, yeah. Uh, no question about it because they are a really good football team. They beat Monrovia, scored 52, uh, 52-27, and they're, you know, they're 3-0. and Right. Uh, Andrean. Uh, Andre had played last night. Uh, they played Crete Monet of Illinois and uh, snuck by him. And again, mm-hmm. we will probably hear more about it from Leroy, but mm-hmm. uh, it was 30 to 30 to 28, and mm-hmm. Andre and won their first ball game mm-hmm. because you know they they dropped down into the we can compete uh, category, you right, know, from right. uh, you know playing the, big the Bears that they and- play. The Packers yeah. and people like that that they play, yeah. And Ott Hurley at Cicina, uh is 3-0. and yeah. uh, They beat Gaskin and scored 41 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lafayette Central Catholic bounced back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, played Northwestern, 
which is over by Kokomo and mm-hmm. scored 42 points on it. So mm-hmm. four teams in the 2A1, six got beat. We right. talked about Modern Day. We talked about Eastbrook. Uh, number six, Fort Wayne. Lures. Fort Wayne Lures. Uh, got beat by Homestead. Right. Uh, it's a good close ball game, uh, but that's what they do in that conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triton Central, two right. uh, A school. Tim Abel, the head coach. Uh, we always mention this that he won the state championship at East Noble a few years ago, right? And uh, he's done a nice job over there. And they were able to play Lutheran, and uh, there was, uh, you know, they scored 41 points and still got beat by 13. So, right, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, right. 95 points. Uh, right. Holy cow. 95 work. points. Heritage Christian. Uh, you know, we talked about them. Right. And uh, they get beat by Garen, I think. Yeah, Garen Catholic. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Eastside. Yeah. Eastside's one and two. Uh, you know, they kind of jumped up a year ago and, and right. had a magical run. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played a couple really good football teams. West Noble right. uh, beat him in overtime, twenty-eight to twenty-seven. Right, another one of the overtime games over mm-hmm. the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, so there should be. It'll be interesting to see uh, how they shuffle up, you know, right. in two A, right. how the voters uh, who do that uh, take care of it. Right, absolutely. All right, let's move on and take a look at uh, Class 1A football. We mentioned uh, Lutheran 1. They're number one, and they beat Triton Central. Mm -hmm. Okay, Uh, Adams Central, uh, they keep rolling. Uh, Without question, they're probably the number two ranked team in in 1A, and they should be. Uh, They beat Covenant Christian. Uh, They played at a neutral site. Uh, I should know where that was. I don't know where that was, but they 42 to 19. Right. Um, Number three, South Adams, their neighbor up there, they're three and oh, they beat Bluffton uh, 50 to 35. Okay. And we've got, uh, I I think I ought to go over to Adams County there and get some, a tanker of their water or something, whatever they're feeding those kids over there. That's always, um, Always great football and wrestling teams and just really tough kids. Yep, they sure are. And right. we can get Bob Bridge to tell us about Adams County because that's where his head, first head football job Absolutely. was. Absolutely. That's right. Um, you know? Yep. Uh, we've got uh, North Judson. Mm-hmm. North Judson, 3-0. Uh, and oh. Right. And number seven, North Decatur. Here's another game that we that I picked, we picked. Uh, thought it would be a really, really good ball game against right. uh, Monroe Central. Right. And, uh, you know, I was talking with uh, John Hostetler, who is the head coach at uh, Monroe Central. I've known John since his days at Muncie Central. Right. And he told me, he said, you know, North Decatur is really, really good. Yeah. And uh, he said, we're really concerned. Well, uh-huh. I didn't know if that was a – Coach Talker, what right, was, but, right, right. Uh, obviously he knew more than I did right. because North Decatur was 43 and uh, Monroe Central zero. Right. So uh, I think we uh, we have Steve Stern. Yes, we do. Uh, on tape, 
Uh, we interviewed Steve Stern about the game, and uh, it's interesting what he has to say. we got another very special guest with us. We've had a couple, three of them here on the show so far this morning there, and again, turning in a stunning victory. So, Coach Uber, introduce our guest, and let's talk about this one. Yeah, Steve Stern, North Decatur, 43-0. Wow. Over Monroe yeah. Central. <laughs> what can you say? Wow. Right? Okay, how long have you been at North Decatur now, Steve? Uh, this is year eight. Okay, eight. And before that? Well, it's been a long journey. So immediately before this, I was at uh, uh, Indianapolis Tenley. actually started the football program there. Oh, okay. um, I was there as the athletic director and started the program at the junior high level. And I was there through the, the first year of high school. We, we actually had a JV team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's when I came to North Decatur. Prior to that, I was at St. X in Cincinnati. Oh, wow. Um, I, I coached offensive line there for three years. Uh, prior to that, I was, at, I was at Hamilton Heights for nine years. Prior to that, I was at Paoli for three years. And I started my old co- my coaching journey in high school at uh, Ron Colley for five years. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah, a gypsy. Yeah, we just talked to Ron <laughs> Colley. Uh, they had a big one, beat your guard last night. Right. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. That's always been I wanted to bring out I wanted to bring out the Huskies, Hamilton Heights, because yes. I didn't know you were there nine years. I didn't realize you were there that long. But yes, uh, we were there four years, but it was 100 years ago. So anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, it uh, Talk to us about the ball game, uh, the forty-three to nothing uh, ball game that you were involved in last night. Well, coach, I think as long as you've been in the business, you know it's it's hard to predict when you're dealing with fifteen, sixteen, seventeen-year-old kids. There's a certain level of, of unknown, no matter where you are. They're still kids. They're still young men. Right. Uh, they have ups and downs. You know, the rankings say that uh, one poll, I think, had them at four and had us at eight. So you don't know what that means. But here's what you do know. You you go into the game saying they're a really good program. It's at their place. We had a tremendous game at our place the year before, and I thought they were super talented. And I hated seeing them get beat in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they had that mud game, and they ended up getting beat six to three. Yeah. Uh, but we had a heck of a battle, and they beat us here 19 to 18 last year. Wow! You know that you know their staff's going to have them ready to play. I have a lot of respect for the staff, especially for John Hostetler. I've known John for a long time, back in his days when he was at Muncie Central. Mm-hmm. So the two programs, I think, have a real mutual respect. So you know it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a clean game. Kids are going to play hard. Um, I, I would say this about our group is that I, I've been. I've been very impressed by our senior leadership and the poise that they have put over these young kids. You know, I only have seven seniors. It's not like we've got 15 of them. Right. But our seven seniors are very impactful on both sides of the ball and in, and in special teams. Mm-hmm. They won the toss. They they deferred it. So you always wonder, you know, are they going to get something up their sleeve? Are we going to see something different defensively? Are they going to try to steal a possession? You don't know. Uh they kicked off to us. We got decent field position. We're probably 35-40. And we just put together a really uh, methodical drive, you know, knowing that we can't stay in the same place. We couldn't stay in the same formation. We got to keep them a little bit off balance. And our guys executed, and we went down. No problems, no problems but no mistakes, uh, no drops, uh, one incomplete pass. And we score. So, you know, that's a good start to the game. Uh, come out defensively. Their quarterback, the, the, the Jones kid, um, 
he's a he's a tremendous player, uh, athlete. You know, he's already committed on Tuesday to go to Ball State um, uh, as a receiver, but he's playing quarterback for them right now, and, and you got to be as concerned about his legs as much as you do his arm. So we're really hesitant. Um, we got a good stop. We were three and out, forced the punt, and you felt like we were starting to build some momentum. Well, we go down and we score. I think we lost him, Dave. No, we're right there. Go ahead, Coach. Um, on our second drive, we uh, – we put together another good drive, had a good touchdown pass, mixed in some play action, and I really felt like their body language was starting to change. I, I think maybe they respected, respected ourselves. I mean, I don't know how good we are. We just want to be the best team that night. And a lot of things went well, and, and, our, and our kids executed, no turnovers. We didn't have any takeaways, but we didn't do anything to beat ourselves. And as the game got going, with the offensive style that they have, once you go up two scores, I think you really that gets magnified with maybe their inability to throw the ball consistently. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, it's it's one of those nights, right? I mean, right. It, it's one of those nights. I can remember we had one of those nights against Sheridan way back in the early seventies. Who would know? Who would believe? You know. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I know John was concerned. I talked to him and, and uh, you know, set up the same thing with him as we did with you. And uh, he was concerned. And uh, obviously, uh, he, he knew something, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, uh, I, I, think we, yeah. I think we had some confidence in the game, going into the game. But, you know, like I said, every night's a new night. And, and they're a great program. And, and you see it across the country at all levels of football. Mm-hmm. Um, only one team's going to win the game. You want to make sure that your kids do enough to win the game. It doesn't matter. It's a win whether you win by one point or 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and try to focus on that part. And, and our kids did. They, they responded very well. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned, yeah, me, yeah, go ahead. Well, you mentioned the fact that your seniors play such a key role, and that is, you know, every program I've ever been involved with, the seniors do play. And if you got a strong senior class leadership from them, that is just a key, a big, big key uh, to your success for your season, I always believe. I know everyone it, it, believes that. It really is. I you go back, uh, we won the sectional in 2019, first time in 21 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, we turned around and we did it again in 20. Mm-hmm. And what I really saw start to, to embed itself was our culture. Mm-hmm. We, our kids practice well. Our kids are tough. We're, we're mm-hmm. never going to be the biggest team. Right. But I think our kids mentally and emotionally have done a great job preparing themselves. And, and that is, that has become our culture. It has been passed down. And these, yeah. this senior class embodies that very much. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, That's they have a quiet confidence. Yeah. That's cool. That is really cool. You live in Greensburg. Uh, I actually live just North of Batesville. I'm oh, living okay. on the farm I grew up on. Oh, uh, okay. My, my parents have passed. So, uh, quality of my life's pretty good. It's nice to truly go home every night, and right. it's, it's good to be home. Well, that sounds great. That sounds good. I just wanted to bring it up. We we lived in Greensburg three years, and there's a tree in the courthouse. Down oh yes, yeah. yes. Right. There. And they got it. They still got the big billboard up, and uh, people up north don't understand um, <laughs> that they that there's a little tree growing out of the courthouse. Yeah. And, uh, I had to bring this up because I I uh, blew the chance because uh, Greensburg played somebody I don't know last week or something. So anyway, um, 
you can always tell if you go down and sit on the bench down by the courthouse, you can always tell who the locals are and who the uh, visitors are because <laughs> the visitors are always looking, looking up <laughs> yes. at the tree in the courthouse. Right. Okay? Yeah. And I've got one other statement about this. Do you know how they water that tree in the courthouse? I do not. Okay. This is a local joke. Yeah. <laughs> the springs in the clock. There you go. Keeps the water. Okay. They down right. there, they would, people would tell you that joke and then just laugh. Right. And yeah. Laugh and laugh. They thought that was the funniest thing they ever <laughs> Well, they, they do call it. Anyway, I want to bring that out about Greensburg, uh, Greensburg Pirates down there. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, uh, you've done a heck of a job and I know you'll continue to do it. And uh, you're home. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I appreciate you guys' support and let me be a part of this. And you know, this is year 32 for me. And uh, I've been in a lot of good places around a lot of good people. Uh, none better than what's here. Uh, I, I really feel comfortable with good people. Like I said, it's home. There you go. Very rural community, ag- agriculturally based community. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I love our kids. Uh, I like their demographics. Mm-hmm. And they've grown into a heck of a football program. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations, great. coach. Yeah. A great win. Great win. Thank you very much. Wish you the best. Like who's next for you? Shenandoah. It's okay. a conference game. It's mm-hmm. kind of lined itself up. To, it's going to have conference title uh, implications. Okay. This will be our third conference game in a row. And mm-hmm. uh, they're big and physical. Good news is it's at our place. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how that goes. Absolutely. Okay. Well, good luck, coach. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Steve. I appreciate it. Have You're welcome. Day. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Yep. Bye-bye. All right, Coach Stern, uh, obviously very pleased with his team's results uh, from uh, last Friday night, uh, beating Monroe Central 43 to nothing. And, uh, Coach, we got a couple other big scores here that we need to talk about in Class 1A. Yeah, try. Try's 3-0. They're number eight uh, in the 1A. and. Uh, they beat uh, Cambridge City Lincoln, uh, who is really struggling. Uh, yeah. I understand. I talked to Coach Bob Gaddis mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend, and uh, he 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 said that you know the they they talked about the eight man football, and right. you know Cambridge City Lincoln may be a candidate for right. that because they right. they have a lot of problems with numbers and everything, and sure. uh, they gave up seventy. Right. Um, you know, they gave up 70 on mm-hmm. Friday night. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Carol and Flora, uh, another school is three and oh, and, uh, they're uh, a good football team. I'm telling you, uh, they beat Taylor 48 to 20. Right. And, uh, there were only two schools in one a that got beat on the top 10. We talked about Monroe central, uh, who they will bounce back. I right. will guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. And, um, Number 10, South Decatur. Uh, South Decatur, obviously, is uh, on the other side of Greensburg right. from North Decatur. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not sure how they got, you know, got ranked number 10. But anyway, uh, Edinburgh beat them 18-7. to 7. Right. And when I was talking to Bob Gaddis, he said, hey, give a shout-out to Edinburgh. Right. Uh, they're 3-0. and right. And uh, it's been a while since yeah. they were 3-0. and So Good for them. Um, you know, yeah, it's one uh, uh, A is kind of a stable place. Uh, you know, as far as the ranking is concerned, I think. Sure, sure. 
All right, well, we're going to wrap the show up, uh, but before we do that, we're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back for the wrap-up. Big Cat Promotions is a promotional and fundraising distributor of well over 100,000 products. Everything from megaphones to stadium cushions, player posters, we can give you a quote on any promotional or fundraising item you can think of. Koozies, mini footballs, helmet and locker stickers, Big Cat Promotions has got you covered. So the next time you need or are considering a promotional or a fundraising product, give me, the Big Cat, a call. And we will give you a quote from a number of vendors so you can shop and compare. Big Cat Promotions, 574-551-5916. That's 574-551-5916. Call today. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the official podcast of the Indiana Football Coaches Association. All right, welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast, and that wraps up a look at week three. And uh, Coach uh, Ted Huber, Hall of Famer. Uh, Coach, what do we got coming up? We got the midweek show, the preview show that's going to be coming up. Uh, Who's going to be on that show? Okay, we're back to the start again. Uh, You know, we're going to start with uh, Leroy Marsh in Region 1. Uh, he can talk about the Merrillville Crown Point game and the Andrean game. Uh, then we're going to have Coach Bob Bridge, uh, who actually is an expert on everything. Absolutely, but, uh, he's, he's our expert on uh, Region Five. You bet. And that's where he's at in Region Five, and he's going to be on, and uh, he's going to join Bob Gaddis, uh, who is uh, from Region Ten. Right. And we will talk to them. Uh, they can you know, jump in wherever. And right. we also will talk to them about eight man football you because they, they had a, uh, uh, jamboree over, you know, the last week or so. And, uh, then they were supposed to have, supposed to have games. Right. And, uh, Bob was going to talk to the people so he can fill us in on that. And, um, you know, it ought to be, uh, ought to be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got these three guys that, uh, know what they're talking about. Right. Right. Well, I tell you, also, we want to get one of the eight-man football coaches on the air. We'll get that lined up here uh, somewhere down the road there and uh, chat with them a little bit about how that's all going for them because it's uh, kind of exciting to introduce that uh, that type of football back into the state of Indiana, which used to be here and is in all the states that surround us. So that should be interesting. Yeah, there's uh, – I can't remember who he said. We'll talk to Bob about it, but he said right. that you know, there's a, there's a school that's uh, got a couple of schools from Illinois uh, later in the year. Oh, scheduled. yeah. So, okay, great. You know, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to cue a little exit music here, Coach. And it's been fun as usual. And thanks to Coach Ted Huber and his lovely wife, Maureen. We've got all the stats and facts. And I know you guys stay up late on Friday nights and Saturdays and getting all this stuff together, so... Without it, we wouldn't be able to do the show. So we deeply appreciate that. We also appreciate all you people tuning in and listening to the show, uh, listening to coaches from across the state and uh, talking about the scores that uh, have happened from the past week, the impact it has on the standings in the um, different classes as well as in the in the different conferences. So we're just happy to be able to bring that to you and uh, certainly don't want to miss the midweek show coming up, which will come out on Wednesday where we'll be talking about and previewing the games coming up for the uh, next Friday. So, everyone, thanks for tuning in and have a great week. And keep doing all the great things you guys do out there, just uh, teaching some good football out there and, more importantly, teaching our young people how to be good people.
All right. That's it. I was going to fade Good. out, but it stopped. Okay. So let me stop. So you're going to 